0: Growing up, my favorite movies were always the underdog movies. Whether it was Little Giants, Sandlot, Braveheart, it was always the underdog story where they come from behind and they win in the end. So it's probably no surprise that one of my favorite biblical stories was David and Goliath. But I love the story of David and Goliath for a lot of reasons. Yes, David was this young boy who had been faced uh, with so many challenges when he was uh, tending the flock and helping out his father. But it wasn't until he faced the biggest giant of all. And that was Goliath. And he had this, this, all these voices of negativity were entering his brain. And you can just imagine what everybody was saying. There's no way you're going to win. You're tiny. You've never been in battle before. But what did David do? He trusted God. He trusted God that his God was bigger than any giant that was gonna get in his way. And why I love David, the story of David and Goliath so much, is because David's swagger. His confidence in God was unrivaled. So let's let's talk about the story. David goes to the brook and he goes and he gets five pebbles. Why does he get five pebbles? I'll tell you why he gets five pebbles. Not because he thought he was gonna miss four times but because he knew that Goliath had four relatives that were also giants. So he was ready not only to face Goliath, but any of his family members because he knew that God was going to fight with him and fight for him, and he was going to defeat Goliath. So when he takes on Goliath, and he wins, and he inspires all of Israel to defeat the Philistines, he is ready because he knows how big his God is. You know, we all have giants in our life. And we all have voices of negativity. There's probably people telling you right now, you can't accomplish this. You're not good enough. You're not talented enough. There's no way you can do that. There's no way you can accomplish what you think you can accomplish. Let me just tell you right now, the God that you serve, he's a big God. Let's not put him in this little tiny box. Let's remember that the God that we serve is the same God that delivered David from Goliath. He's the same God that loves you and he loves you so much he gave his son for you. If he was to give his son for you, are you telling me that he's not going to fight for you, that he's not going to fight with you? You see, God loves you so much, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. You see, when David defeated Goliath, it wasn't smooth sailing after that. He had to go through a lot of lows. He was even chased by the same king that he defeated Goliath for. Let me just be honest, I've had my highs and my lows. I've been blessed to win a Heisman Trophy, and I've also been cut three times and traded once. So pretty much not wanted by four teams. It's not always going to be easy, and that's why one of my favorite verses is John 16, Jesus says, For in me you have peace, in the world you have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. What does that mean? It means that at the end of the day, we win, but in the meantime, we have to take heart. What does it mean to take heart? It means to choose courage. It means to choose heart every day. Because it's not gonna be easy. There's gonna be giants that get in our way. There are gonna be voices of negativity. So what do we have to do? We have to choose courage. We have to choose heart. We have to choose that God, you're in control. No matter what's in my way, no matter what I'm facing, God, you were big enough to take care of it. You were big enough to take care of anything that gets in my way, of any giant, of any negativity, whatever it is, you are big enough. I'm gonna choose courage. One of the biggest inspirations for me about choosing courage was a young girl named Chelsea Watts. She was one of our wish kids for our foundation and we got to spend a lot of awesome time together. And she was an inspiration because she never flinched no matter what she had to face. And Chelsea lost her appendix, her uterus, her ovaries, her spleen, her colon, her gallbladder, most of her small intestines. She never wavered. She never quit. She never said, God, what are you doing? Actually, she did the opposite. She said, God, you got this. A couple years ago, leading up to the Super Bowl, I couldn't sleep. No matter what I did, I couldn't sleep for one night, and then the next night, and then a third night. And so finally, that next day, I went to go see my trainer and I said, you got to give me anything, I have to go to sleep. I have not been able to sleep, period. Please give me something. So he gave me pretty much all the melatonin I could take and a bunch of other things and a special concoction. And I'm, My sister's driving me to the hotel where I was staying and I get into my room and I lay down and finally I start to feel tired for the first time in several days and start to close my eyes. And then my phone rings. I answered my phone and it's Brandy, she works at the foundation. She said, Timmy, I'm sorry to tell you this, but Chelsea has taken a turn for the worst. I said, well, when did this happen? When she took a turn for the worst was the same night that I couldn't sleep. And so I said, well, Brandy, I, I gotta get on the phone with her. So she put me in contact with her mom and her mom's in the hospital room with Chelsea and I talked to her mom, but then finally they put Chelsea on the phone. Chelsea couldn't respond. But I just prayed with her. And I read scripture to her. And in these last moments, after praying with her, I just was so proud of her. And I just started to think, Chelsea, I really believe that God is really proud of you. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. And I've never said this before. And I've been in a lot of rooms where people were on their deathbed, but I just felt like it was put on my heart, hey Chelsea, if this is the time where you're supposed to go home, it's okay. You don't have to keep fighting. But if you wanna keep fighting, I'll be on the next flight there. I hang up with Chelsea and a little bit later, I get the call that she passed away. But Chelsea made such a big impact on my life. Because there have been so many times where I trusted God when it was going good. But when it was bad, it was, well, God, I thought we were going to do this together. I thought, no, that's not the plan that we had talked about. I thought that I was going to win seven Super Bowls and it was going to be all great. But what about when it's going bad? I got to see Chelsea live that out in front of me. It wasn't always easy, but it was worth it. And when you trust in God, when you trust in God for your life, it's always going to be worth it. Another hero for me was one of my best friend's dad. He was a hero to me because what he overcame, the bitterness that he overcame. Because growing up, he had six dads. And he got beat up time after time after time. He got sent to the hospital by his dads. His sister got abused over and over again. So what did he do? He turned to martial arts because he wanted to defend himself. He wanted to fight, and so he grew up fighting. He eventually got to retaliate and fight one of his dads, send him to the hospital, thinking, hey, this is gonna fix everything. If I can defend myself, if I can be a man, it's gonna be okay. But then eventually, he found Jesus. He met Jesus, and he began a relationship with him but it didn't make everything perfect. You see, there was still bitterness in him. There was still all this resentment of everything that happened to him when he was a kid. I remember him telling me when he would go to Sunday school when he was a little boy, and they would sing, Jesus loves me. And he would say, I I thought they forgot about me. Jesus loved everybody else, but I I thought he forgot about me. Yeah, Jesus probably loves all the children, but he doesn't love the Albers kids. But then as a grown man, With three kids, he really began to understand what it meant to trust God with everything, even your bitterness, and give that over to him because God will not waste your pain. You see, we're gonna go through tough times in life, and it's not always gonna be great, but it's always gonna be worth it when we choose to trust God with everything that we are, with everything that we have, and we live with an open hand. You know, when God gives us things, we can close our hand and say, this is mine, this is my talent, this is my ability, this is all mine. Or we can say, God, no, this is yours. You can take and you can give away, but it's all yours. It's not mine. Even the pain, even the resentment, even the heartache, even when you feel like you've been let down by people, God, it's still yours, take it. And you know what? God will take your pain. The giants that you face. He'll help you fight them. The voice is a negativity. He'll help you get through it. So no matter what you're faced with, no matter what you're going through, God's got your back. He wants to fight for you, and He wants to fight with you. God bless you.